Welcome back to the Overload Podcast, where we're talking about the latest game releases and news, and uh, the the big lady. I guess we'll talk about the big lady. I'm Harry Mitchell. I am joined by Jordan Midler. Hello. And Daniel Partis. Hello. Just for reference, I am not the big lady. Just to clear that up. <laughs> yeah. It's you're not the closest. Me. You're the closest we've got. <clears throat> Unless it's me. Am I the big lady? I don't know. I'm the biggest. So that is true. I I I probably resemble her the least. Um. Mm. Speaking of uh, the big lady, her name is Lady Dimitrescu, um, but we'll just call is her the really big lady. Is that really how you pronounce it? It's not like Dimitrescu. Yeah. Dimes- 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 no, it's Dimitrescu. Trust me, mate, I've finished the game. Fucking <laughs> hell. I, I, I would know, and um, by the way, this is Resident Evil Village, um, which when you're listening to this, the review embargo will have just um, lifted, so we can we can talk about it. Well, we can talk about some of it. It's quite heavily... Um, spoiler embargoed which makes sense because it's really story based but basically um through events of which i shan't describe because they <laughs> they ruin large parts of the game through you end up in this, evil um, residents yeah you 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 end up in this eastern european village the residents of which are evil um so you're you're in this village you don't know why uh, there's a large castle in the middle of it and you basically go towards there to try and rescue your wife essentially and as as you get through this village you're like this ain't no normal village this, you're not gonna go into railing through here because um, there's a lot of werewolves and wee ghastly woman walking about a wee ghastly woman it's yeah it's like, a wee ghastly woman that comes out to you and goes this is probably oh, just, yeah, it's probably one of those train stops um, in Scotland where you just kind of like Maybe I won't get off just to have a smoke, you know. I'll just, like I'll just keep on Park. this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so eventually, you get to the castle and you're introduced to the four lords of the village. One of which is the big woman, Lady Demetresque, Um But there's also three others: a guy called Heisenberg. Who these these characters have all already been shown, by the way. A guy called Heisenberg, um, a wee doll woman who's a bit Chucky esque. This mad fat like frog looking guy and Mir- mother miranda who is basically the head of this cult tag yourselves so- <laughs> <laughs> um so basically it's, it it starts off um when you're in the ma- the kind of castle mansion and it's very resident evil 2 remake it's very how do i find this key to go through this door how do i find this bottle of wine that will open this hidden compartment and get you through I'm, that door. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, the, the tall vampire, the tall woman makes wine out of human blood, and there's cool. like a special bottle. And when you first go into her wine room, it's missing from its like plinth. I and see. then when you eventually find the bottle, you double back, put it in the plinth, and it'll open up a door to the next area. So it's. Am I not kind of spoiling the entire solving. game for me, Jordan? Fucking hell. Yeah. It's that kind it. of puzzle solving with some first person shootery action. So, I think the puzzle solving in it is pretty good. It's always clever and it's always, it's obvious without being, like, stupid. It's like, okay, there's a there's a key here that has this logo on it. I obviously can't go through that yet. But when you find the key, like, half an hour later, you're not like, oh, fuck, what, what was this for again? I've got 15 keys. I'm a fucking, no wonder the vampire woman can find me because my pockets are jangling. Um, <laughs> you like the key match from Matrix 2, fucking run around. Yeah. <laughs> um... But I think the actual first-person shooting is really quite bad. Um, and I, I messed about with the sensitivity settings, but it's just so stiff and so non-reactive. And there's a lot of 
as there would be like creepy creepy wee guys kicking about that you have to shoot and because ammo is limited you want to shoot them in the head but it's difficult to shoot them in the head when you're moving it feels like on a delay it's like you're controlling one of those claw grabbing machines you like know you, you have can, to anticipate you can, you can when it's going to stop there's a drag to the movement yeah. almost mm. it, which is frustrating so i ended up a lot of the time where we just run away um lady dimitrescu actually follows you about like mr x and resident evil 2 remake so that's kind of cool there were a few moments where i went through the door and she would just fucking pop out and i'd be like oh christ and run away <laughs> when da- daddy's much- in the group chat fucking be like wait where is <laughs> where's the copy submit copy she's, mu- she's much easier to um shake than mr x so he do- she doesn't feel as much of an actual threat um yeah and from the marketing materials you would think that she was like the last boss or like the main threat of the game and that yeah. is that was a bit of a like bait and switch because there's a lot more to it than that um it's about nine it's about nine hours long um which is an all right length for mm-hmm. a game especially a game i think it kind of outstays its welcome towards the end but um yeah are either of you were did either of you play seven or either of you into that spooky scary skeleton stuff nah. i like not either me and i have not played resident evil potentially I, ever i i've played a, a couple of times in my lifespan um <laughs> one was when i was really little and i was not allowed to play resident evil and i played it on the playstation one anyway uh against the advice of my parental unit and scared myself shitless um never went back to it and i played i think it was which one was the co-op one was it five well, yeah, five. Yeah, was co-op. I played was that one. Resident Evil game. Yeah, played that one with my brother, but yeah, it was it was barely the the resi that I was familiar with. But apart from that, I could not give a shit. So there's the obviously there's like the two skills of thought with Resident Evil. There's the ones that are like the third person kind of explore a, a mansion kind of ones, like the Resident Evil two and three remakes, mm. and obviously there's Resident Evil seven and Resident Evil Village, which is a direct sequel to seven, which are first person and they're more like pt or outlast or something like that and i th- I think i just prefer the third person like the first person is better for scares because obviously you have a much reduced kind of sure field mm-hmm. of vision and um well that's another thing the game looks amazing like i have so many screenshots that are just like the way the light comes in and the way certain colors from um uh, so there's a there's an underground section that has a lot of like kind of industrial lights and stuff like that and they all reflect off each other amazingly it has ray tracing on the ps5 version so it's like a really great looking game and it's often disgusting like in a good way it's like fuck me graphics have got to a point where that's actually horrible looking not just <laughs> it's like live leak stuff it's not like fucking just like a random red but better, but better quality of live leak yeah exactly not it's 2ab live leak 4k um, that's, that's a strap right there <laughs> but um yeah, I, I enjoyed my, I enjoyed the first half of my experience a lot more than the second half, but I go a bit more into that in my review, so you can you can check that out. We'll also have, um, we can't do a traditional quick play, but me and Harry are going to talk over 20 minutes of game footage, so that will be up on the YouTube channel just yeah. now as well. Did either of you play outlast is that the one with the big guy who's i played who's that one well about? i played a little bit of outlast but i played a lot of outlast 2 which uh-huh. i thought was very good i really enjoyed myself with outlast 2 um it has a similar i think it had a similar kind of vibe to resident evil village um it the, the outlast 2 is like you're in this kind of uh folksy town in the in the, in the mountains that is it in the mountains in this very like uh 
Midwest kind of isolated town where there's a lot of horrible monster people and who kind of entrap you and do horrible things to you. And it's just kind of scary as fuck because that last one was very standard horror game. Like in the way that you're in this, you're in a, a mental asylum for some reason. There's a horrible monster that's running around like amnesia style. It's patrolling the corridors and you're trying to, and you've got this kind of camcorder. Yeah. But LS2 has a lot more of a, a a bit of a narrative to it. You're going through like the locations and there's, there's this actual kind of story things happening and there's different elements, phases of the story where there's different, there's ones in like these, these massive like mazes of corn that's fucking incredible and there's ones in, indoors that you're hiding under floorboards where there's people creaking above you and it's fucking horrifying so i really enjoyed that last two um yeah it was more to say that like the kind of the audio design in those games reminds me mm. of how it is it's like really well done um it's not a game that you can play if there's any kind of light in your room i was trying to play more of it today like to finish it off and it was obviously I'm in a conservatory, so it's naturally bright. <laughs> I had to turn the brightness up full because it was so dark in, in a section that I was like, "What am I looking at? Like, it's impossible to see." Maybe um, don't. Maybe don't play games in a fucking conservatory. First of all, look, look, we we may Jordan's, do. Jordan's glass conservatory is like a character in this podcast. It's like a, it's like one of the one of the <laughs> one of the lads. One of the lads. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think people who were into seven will be missing a bit of the kind of how grim seven was like seven is properly was properly horrible and quite nasty whereas village leans more towards the kind of camp of resident evil like i don't know if you've seen an image of the duke who is the vendor but he's this like huge almost circle of a man like a humpty dumpty sized character and he just it's like it's a bit surrealist. He just appears out of nowhere, and it's never really brought up how he can be in fifteen places at once. Okay, you literally make reference to the Resident Evil Four, like "What are you buying, guy?" Like it's, it was, it's weird because every section, the game set obviously there's four lords, so you you go and deal with the four lords. Each of those those four lords feels like, not an homage, but almost in the style of different Resident Evil games. Mm. So the opening and, and, one and the, the four, castle and the four divine beasts. Yeah, see, I yeah, saw obviously. that connection as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the first one in the castle is like Resident Evil One and Resident Evil Two, where you're ve- you're very much in this confined space. Um. Whereas later ones feel like Resident Evil Seven and Resident Evil Four, and um, I specifically cannot talk about the best part of the entire game um which is annoying but <laughs> i spoke to you two about it in the discord it is the first time when playing a video game that i've actually been like fucking no like i cannot <laughs> deal with this right now and i was playing it with the, the ps5 headphones on and the noise this thing made we'll talk about it in like a week's time and i'll give very specific spoiler warnings but if you pick it up and you play through it you'll know what i'm talking about it is it is not yeah. just frightening it's like it's morally questionable and it's just so disgusting and it's like i was like yes come on this is, if there was more of this in this game it'd be like a 10 out of 10 it was so 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 grim yeah you're mentioning the grip chat being like this is fucking horrible and disgusting and you're like it's yeah. great just, i, I just like, had oh, to tell someone like good? i had to tell you and be like look i need to i need to get this off my chest and i spoke to some other people that are reviewing it and i just i messaged someone being like what so the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that and then they were like what bit are you talking about and i was like the bit and I, was like, yeah, I thought i thought it would be that um so yeah it has moments of like absolute brilliance but i think it's a bit baggy 
and it lets itself down towards the end. Um, a game that is um, consistently full of brilliance, though, Daniel Partis. New Pokemon Snap. It's In Pokemon one of Snap. the biggest heel turns of, of this podcast <laughs> is... The new Pokemon Snap. We have. This is the first time in the pod's history where me and John have been playing and completed the same video game. It's true. We, you, you both have. You both have. Last time we did that was probably it takes two. But thankfully, you didn't have to play the same Pokemon Snap game. <laughs> one of imagine. us driving and one like, of us turn stopping. around, turn saying, around, bust up the fucking car. There's a fucking dig. I mean, as you can diglet, see, as a diglet under as the you bridge, can see by the quick play that is currently on um, our YouTube channel, I'm. Danny was marvelled in my Pokemon Snap knowledge, but um, then we got to the point, like, hours later when I was entirely stuck and I had to be like, how, how do you get to the volcano? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, Danny, Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap, let's be brand safe. I absolutely revelled in that because on Friday it's- I asked you a question. You were like, this is a game for kids, you stupid bitch. And then on, yeah. on Monday you were like, uh, how do volcano? And that, that just made my life. But yeah, new Pokemon Snap. Did you play the original Snap, John? Because I I didn't, but I kind no, of always I didn't have wanted an N64. to. No, I didn't. I was a PlayStation kid, and I presume yeah. you were also in the PlayStation gang. The PlayStation it's... Nation, thank you. <sighs> all right, all right. So yeah, we both missed that original <laughs> one, and it's been twenty two years since that one came out. Uh, and I guess fans have been waiting for this to come out, and expectations were very high. And I kind of went in thinking that I was going to get very sick of it very quickly, and I didn't. Um, The core gameplay loop where you just sit in this very slow-moving pod and travel around various locations taking photos of Pokemon, just vibing. Um, I thought I was going to get bored of that, but it was so fucking precious that I just played the whole thing basically in one sitting. I would like wake up, play Pokemon, sleep, play more Pokemon, and I did that for four days and finished it. And it was just a fucking joy. And even, like, I, I'm not super nostalgic about Pokemon. Um, I was quite into it as a kid when, like, Gen 1 and Gen 2 were a thing. And then I missed five, six, however many fucking generations there are now. Uh, and then I got back in with the Let's Go series. So there's so many generations that I kind of don't have any nostalgia for. Completely missed it. But even, like, with that in mind, I loved this game. And it still kind of brought back that childhood. Oh, there's a Pokemon there, even though I didn't know yeah. what the fuck it was. But are, are you are you big into Pokemon? I uh, <laughs> am I big into Pokemon? Are you big into Pokemon? What is that uh, fucking question? On a scale of one to uh, ten, like how much do you Jordan? like Pokemon? Uh, so, just right. from where I'm sitting, um, there is. <laughs> oh, here we go. A, a, a life size. We well, not life size because it's not real, but a scale Detective Pikachu plush. Local man admits his virgin card on live on air. Yeah, there is a Detective Pikachu amiibo. There is a scale Oshawa plush. There is about there is about five grand in cards. Sitting oh next fucking to hell! Me. I forgot that you do that. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. Wait, was that a genuine question? If if he likes Pokemon, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'd erased it from my brain. The fact that he goes out and specifically buys blind packs of cards to open at his big age. Sorry, mate, are you judging people's uh, interests whoa, on yeah, a whoa. fucking video game podcast? Yeah, do you, do you mind, do you mind look, turning around looking at your fucking Transformers <laughs> I gonna, collection? I know, I Transformers, <laughs> fucking hell. At least I know Let's what's roll in the box back. when I buy it. Let's Autobot roll it back, you little fanny. <laughs> um, disregarding that absolute gatekeeping uh, from Daniel Partis there, 
um yeah pokemon i love pokemon and pokemon snap yeah. is like the kind of it's so to set it up basically you're taking pictures and you get those pictures rated and and each time you go through the course there will be different things that you can interact with on the course to make new pokemon appear for example you chuck a fruit at a tree and a pokemon will fall out of it Whereas if you didn't chuck that fruit, it would stay hidden. So the goal is to work out all the kind of wee mechanisms to make certain Pokemon appear. Mm. Um, if uh, if th- I'm sorry, if this was an indie game and I explained it to you, Jordan, you would be <laughs> no, spitting no, 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 down no, no, the microphone no, no, underst- so I, hard at me. Like, it, only, it only works because it's Pokemon. Like that's the in- the entire reason it works is because it's Pokemon. Yeah, um, I would not play a game like this if it didn't have Pokemon in it. Yeah, I would, couldn't give a shit. What if I just invented the animals? What if I was like, here is no, Buggledy Boo and it's a little hand draw guy, mate. It works for people that have a pre-existing knowledge of Pokemon in the same way that people who watch the Pokemon anime almost certainly watched, uh, almost certainly played those original games. Like, it, it, it lends personality to Pokemon that you already know. So, yeah. whereas Charmander in a game just goes through its kind of idle animation and there's no real, like expression um in this game you'll see like five of them dancing around the volcano and like like having a mm. laugh having the crack you know and you'll see uh a sharpedo chasing a squirtle and ju- the squirtle jumps on the back of the lapras and the lapras shouts at the sharpedo away like it's all those wee personalities yeah, the, 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 the kind of uh pokemon actually being creatures yeah, in a world exactly it's what the anime kind of was standing yeah like People yeah, know standing like weird uh-huh. bodyguards. Like in, um, po- in Pokemon and- Sword and Shield, fucking what a, oh God, I hate that game. They they're, <laughs> they're in the wild in the wild area. They just they just kind of float about. They do. They just kind of stand around there as if they're like, and it's so it's so badly implemented. See if a Pokemon, see if that new. They're, hand, they're handing out pamphlets in like a in like in some uh-huh. fucking they're, they're just kind of, like they're, they're 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 in place just spinning <laughs> two for one, mate. Um, if, like this is the way that that Pokemon um, Arceus game has to work, where the Pokemon are in their habitat and you happen to go there. Not that the habitat is built for you to just look at them in. Like, yeah, the, it's the it's the mm-hmm. difference between say you got like uh, a a nice big you got a, like a field and you just you had a big box of Pokemon toys and you just threw them all out. That's what Pokemon Sword and Shield is. Whereas Pokemon Snap is very bespoke we um miniatures and like it's all set up to get good photos and it's, it's, it's like a diorama i guess yeah, exactly um, you're, you're floating through we pokemon diorama and every time you go through it there will be new pokemon there and i finished it in like a couple of days and i still go back to it because it's like there's a lot of pokemon that you can't get to until you beat the game and there isn't really i really don't like how unclear it is occasionally about what you're actually meant to do mm. um, yeah i did find that because I'd done everything I needed to do, but I had to do, like, two other things that I'd already done in a specific order. And it was just, like, there's no objective marker, really. You have to actually pay attention to what the game tells you, which not a fan. Um, but I, it's, 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 it's really, really good. It's just dead charming. It's a pure, after Returnal, which would, like, break your back, it's a pure palate cleanser. Mm. Does new Pokemon Snap need an easy mode? <laughs> <laughs> the whole game is um, an easy fucking mode. The... <laughs> You say that, but I don't know if you've looked up how to get some of the legendaries, Danny. But it's not easy mode. It is like fucking. You have to be like sni- like esports level widowmaker sniper with some of those fruit to to get the one. Um, I, to get I, some of them out. I feel like what would tell me on it more is if you had to go back and Professor Oak was like J.K. Simmons in Spider Man, he would just fucking abuse you if your throws were shite. <laughs> yeah. nah, I mean, like get back out there, Professor Mirror. Because you get it because a camera's Professor. got a mirror in it. Ugh. Is that? 
is that a joke? I mean, that's yeah. something. It's, it's, it's a, a reach, isn't it? They could have called him like any other component of a camera. Imagine, imagine he was like Professor Mirror because I, you see yourself in me, mm. and I'm a reflection of your personality. You're in a coma. <laughs> this is me trying to communicate to you. Um, also, you're, you, you've been dead. You've been fucking completely dead for two years. Not as good Please as Todd come back Snap, to us. who does return as the as the, the the kind of secondary mentor figure, which was cool. Um, so was Todd Snap in the first one as like an eight year old? He's, he, just like, he's the protagonist of the first one. Todd Snap. He's also in the anime. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if this is a joke. Is this a joke? No, the character Todd, Todd, Snap. Todd Snap's called. I mean, Ash Ketchum, Todd Snap. It makes sense. Like. What? Joseph Snap, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> banger. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just, I'm just can't. I have nothing to say. I, I, I shouldn't say anything. I'll get in big trouble if I say something. Because when you're not a big Pokemon guy, Pokemon Snap was like the weirdest fucking thing yeah, in the world. If, if, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you're not, if you're not up your Pokemon stand, there's no reason to play this game. There it really looks isn't. like a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean ride laser battle where you're just going through pointing it. Uh, company assets. Um, so that's the thing. Actually, made, it made me think this should be what's in Super Nintendo World. Like this should be a ride in Super Nintendo World. I mean, oh, this is an God. easy, this massive, is the easiest Nintendo World. Screens. Screens. Uh, Just make yeah. a tunnel of like really high quality screens, and then on your wee boat or whatever you go through. You, you just no, take, no, no, take no, no, not screens, real Pokemon. Oh, I mean, yeah, just like, yeah, just get real like, animatronic a glove, and it's like, yeah, like it's like Lion King musical style. Like some, 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 some bloke just has like a fucking. Diglett coming out of his arse and just puts up like a like a jackass. I don't know. You on backshift tonight, John? Uh, I'm, doing the, I'm doing the lap proceed tonight. Oh, back's killing me. Fucking um, see Gary over there and spin the Snorlax for five hours. He's, fell asleep. he's, he's so actually so sleeping. Uh, that's not so a sound effect. I know, you can best, just hear him snoring. Lucky bastard. Best shift of the fucking day. Well, I'm just doing just the right way. Just, just what the right says. <laughs> get get the line of duty blokes on. Fucking that, that's rigged. <laughs> None, we none of your, none, reference, none we TV reference for the for the folks at home. Fucking middle-aged contemporary telly references. Thank you. Anyone catch that line of duty? Oh yeah, it's brilliant. I can't believe he did it. <laughs> anyway, um, the, uh, Pokemon Snap, great game. Absolutely loved it. Just what I needed between Returnal and Resident Evil. Um, oh, so and I, I, as you can imagine, you I've played he Haw else because it's been a busy old week. You declared it like like the best modern Pokemon game. Yeah, it's the best modern Pokemon. It's the best Pokemon game since Heart Gold and Soul Silver, because the modern Pokemon games are shit. A toilet. Danny, do you want to state anything against that? No, I was. I never mind. I I had a segment, and it was the worst segment I've ever thought of. And oh, fantastic! Here we go. Fits right in. Worst segment ever. Well, uh, we. Okay, so we're talking about Line of Duty. Speaking of H, um, Jim Ryan <laughs> has just Triple revealed H. as part of an acquisition that um, Sony has made a minority investment in Discord, uh, a Series H funding oh. round. Um, what? Yeah. I am... So- so Phil, by segment you meant segue. That is, you, you know what? not only fucked up it's the, the segue, you fucked up the day. word itself. It's been a long day, all right? Um, do the news okay i was i was expecting like a whole segment i was getting excited because that because i had a segment i made a mid-episode segment i wanted to pitch but i uh i forgot about it um i believe it was it was i was going to ask you all um specific, a, a specific question which was what uh game character do you think not that you could easily batter and not that could easily batter you but like just in the middle spot where it's like you're even match where did this I come really wanted from? to know your thoughts. I just think about this stuff, just you know, having a shite. Um, okay. 
and I was just like, I was like, I, I really want to ask that about. I want to know what people's opinions of their own skill skill levels are, and if they if Jordan's going to be like fucking I don't know, Mister X, just like going in deep. Can I part um, of a segment? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think I could probably batter Tony Hawk, but I wouldn't want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the, That's the my answer, thank gun. You. I'll take my answer off the air. Okay, thank you. Danny? Um, I would batter um, Super Meat Boy. Super Meat? That's a good just answer, actually. I feel like... I feel like you just jump around every wall. No, sorry, sorry. I was prepared to not take this seriously, but I've decided against it. How could you batter Super Meat Boy when his entire thing is that he doesn't die? He's just a wad of meat. You're just a wad of meat. He dies like a hundred times, though. No, No, sorry. But then I could just keep battering him over and over again. The fun would never cease. The blood just cakes the walls. (laughs) Just be slapping him. I think Super Meat Boy would taste nice. Where have we gone? Where are we? I don't know. I was waiting for this news segment, but fucking yeah. Harry, Harry's brain fire. I want to, po- to derail the podcast really quickly, though. Um, I I say because I think my answer is a, a realistic answer, and it's it, and it's Captain Toad from Captain Toad's treasure tracker. Um, but not because of his physical strength or his smallness. I am a pretty small, weak person, which is pretty fair. Clip that. The, get that clipped. I think get that clipped. I think it's. I think it's the backpack that takes it for me because what's in there what? man like i don't know what's Blades. in there if he God, fucking if i if he's no if he's no backpack no problem i could bar that fucking thing against the wall i could cut a tire rope to him and smash him against a treadmill i don't care Jesus but if he if he if i see him take off that backpack and start rifling through it i'm probably gonna run you know <laughs> that guy survives a lot of shit he's got to have a gun in there or something Anyway, that concludes, the the, the seg- that concludes the segment called See, uh, say sorted. Which video game character could so you So Discord's coming to the PlayStation 5 uh, thanks to uh, <laughs> investment by Sony. Um, this comes after the discussions between Microsoft and Discord broke down. Now there's a link here and it's taken me to gamesindustry.biz but it's not it's not Daniel Partis. I'm very disappointed. It's because other people yeah. work at this always, website. I'm always it's, disappointed. It's, I mean, respect to, respect to the other people who write at GamesInstrument.biz, but when it's not Daniel Partis, it's simply a disappointment and yeah. you failed me. Uh, earlier in another podcast episode, we talked about the Microsoft buyout and what that could do. Maybe it might have been one of the first couple of episodes. And that fell through a little bit after because they said, we want to go on our own. Fuck you, the big man. Rest in peace to Bill Gates and the divorce. <laughs> big up, you big man. Rest in peace. I know you're going through it right now. Um, there's a there's a quote here from your pal and ours, the very much the mascot of the Overlord podcast, Jim Ryan. <laughs> there he um, is. <laughs> do it in his um, voice. Do it in his voice. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Together, our teams are, hard, are already hard at work connecting Discord with your social and gaming experience on PlayStation Network. Our goal you, is to bring Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile, starting early next year. Allowing friends, groups, and communities to easily hang out, have fun, and communicate more easily while playing games. Um, Thank you, Jim Ryan. What do you think Jim Ryan's like drunk? Do you think he's a bit? Do you think it gets a bit? <laughs> I think it sounds a little something like this. <laughs> he just turns into like a children's presenter. I don't fucking get on <laughs> fucking that fucking PS One. Fuck people. <laughs> <up>. Who the? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
It's a glorified CD player, that little fucking bastard. Bye, this is good because the, the, the game base, which is the the way that you communicate on the PlayStation 5, is mm-hmm. uh, toilet. Mm-hmm. It is toilet duck. It is terrible. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've always kind of questioned this, but I don't want to step on it because the way you usually stream is that you stream on PS4 a lot and you use kind of PSN party chat. I don't stream on PS4. I have a PlayStation 5. Are you joking? No, but but, but you haven't really streamed much in it. So I'm saying usually yes, from what I've, yes, from what yes. I've played, you've done, uh, done it through PS4. Yeah, and that was very I feel like party annoying. chat isn't the most reliable. Oh no, it's terrible. It's like it's really poor quality audio and it mm. doesn't play nicely with like putting it through um to stream and stuff like that. I, have, I had to invent my own ridiculous scenario in which I wore two pairs of headphones. So the only annoying thing about this is they're bringing it next year. It's it's May next year. This is a fucking mile away. Can you not just like? It's true. Go when people do announcements it's like twenty twenty three. It's like I, I'm could be dead. Like <laughs> this is the kind of thing Captain that you, to- you announce when it's like, oh, it's happening in a month. Like this is just a weird one. Um, yeah, Captain Co- Cho Tracker could be battering me by then. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, but I mean, yeah, that could be. Fun. I think it's just because like uh, they just have to announce the the partnership that's going on because before anything's been any words been put any copies been submitted yeah so to speak um but i think it could be interesting i think it also kind of just combines the the more of cross play because i feel like it'd be interesting how that might work with pc if how ps5 players can maybe stream their games through discord and do work with discord servers across pc and ps5 so i presume I- this is the reason that it's taken so long is because they'll need to make a like dedicated app for it on ps5 as opposed to yeah like it'll, just it'll working time yeah yeah well, hopefully uh, it's good of... hopefully it's not some pure stripped back version like but we'll see we shall see i know who wrote the next story though danny what, what's what's big bobby been up to well uh, what's, what's what's big bobby been up bobby to bobby is single-handedly putting the yacht business out of business <laughs> after taking a 50 percent salary cuts and on this top of that bobby kotick by the way yeah. uh, ceo of activision <laughs> so clarify right, that. Yeah, yeah. Not just our friend Danny, bobby. why are you reading this as if you were only the one that fucking wrote it you're like reading this for the first time like activision blizzard has uh, extended reported by <laughs> all right yeah okay that's that's basically it bobby kotick has taken a 50 percent pay cut and uh his annual why? target bonuses have also been reduced um which and that's that's a potential reduction of 1.75 million uh, for fiscal years 2021 and 2020. You're just reading the article. You're just reading. The- no, this is good. <laughs> Harry, shut the fuck up. We have someone who literally wrote the news. We can't just sit here and go, yeah, it sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why has he taken this cut? Um, feeling bad for the little guy. Uh, Josh, don't have though. to take over of Danny's own article. <laughs> We talked about it earlier. We talked about another episode. I remember we roasted uh, Bobby Kotick t- because of all the layoffs at Activision and how like f- was, was, was it, like fifty people, thirty, fifty people got like laid off. Yep. While he's fucking living. Yeah, up. yeah. He um he was eligible for like a two hundred million dollar payout as a result of um various bonuses um that he was owed over the past like four or five years, and that that came literally a couple of days after there was like fifty layoffs at Activision Blizzard. Um. But you know, now he's he's making up for it. He's uh, he's only gonna he's gonna take a a reduction. Um, so is this just a hearts and minds move? Is this literally just him being like, "Look at me, I'm I'm Mister Joe Sound. Please don't everyone leave." Or is there because well, realistically, was... like 
if if bonuses are decided on the merit of how well a company is doing, Bobby Kotick actually does ha- like Activision are doing incredibly well. So what's the what's the what's the message? They are, yeah. I mean, he's still he's still eligible to earn up to two hundred percent, I think, of the reduced base salary. So he could just earn um, what he normally got anyway, and that's due to um an amendment that basically says that his um exemplary quote unquote contribution to the company and its growth over the last 20 years means that he is entitled to that but the reason this has kind of come about is um because shareholders have been quite agitated and they've basically been urging to vote against the decision to remunerate Kotick um in line yeah. with like his previous pay because it's you know, it's just irresponsible the amount that he's been paid. So I guess this is to kind of please them and to say, look, we've we realise that this is bad. We're going to reduce it, but he's still eligible to earn as much uh, based on company targets and not just because of who he is. So we'll see. We'll see what he gets. This kind of comes in the the wake of Toys for Bob, who were an an Activision um, team who made the Crash Bandicoot Four and the Spyro remakes and stuff basically being absorbed into the Warzone team. Um, they announced on Twitter being like, we're proud to support season three of Call of Duty Warzone. In the, the meantime, a lot of the figureheads for that studio were like, I've left Toys for Bob, by the way. Uh, good luck. To them. Yeah, <laughs> See yeah. You later. This, this has happened with so many Activision studios over the years. And like, I, I don't know if it, I certainly couldn't when I would, would thought about this at the time, but can you name like any other IP or game that Activision is working on actively that isn't Call of Duty? Overwatch and Diablo is the only ones. That, yeah, and, that's and the and the and the family. And the, I also think we are about twenty four months at the most away from the Blizzard name being dropped, and it, it just all becoming Activision. Mm, because okay. what does Blizzard even mean anymore? Like all of I those think, people I, have I, left. I, no, I think stuff like World of Warcraft and that has too much name recognition and and community for that to be go away. I feel like that would be. That would be. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I, I think that is absolutely destined to happen. Look at the way that Blizzard have completely, like all the figureheads of Blizzard have left. the the well the, the goodwill amongst their biggest communities is in the mud. Um, they have yet to prove that they can follow up with a Diablo project that does make everyone want to scream. Although I heard that mobile one was like totally fine, but obviously it's not what people that play Diablo actually want. Yeah, nobody wanted Overwatch a mobile two. Is like a joke. Like it is. It is currently the running joke that Overwatch Two is as a thing. Like I just think Activision. It was Bobby Kotick that said that they want to be like a packaged good company. Like they're quite happy to just have Call of Duty run forever because Warzone is making them so much money, and they weren't prepared for Warzone. Like, do you remember that uh, Blackout mode, Harry? They did like their first yes, battle royale. Yes. I, I played it. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good, but they just shuttered it because it was like, oh, well, Call of Duty, yearly cycle, we move on. Mm-hmm. But Warzone has become this thing where it's like, we're not, pre- we usually do three studios and they're on like a triumphant of release schedules where every November you get a Call of Duty. Now they have to have uh, studios that are working on Warzone constantly and also have some other studio working on fucking Black Ops 10 or whatever. So I think they're just kind of. Like, what is their focus? Like, Crash Bandicoot 4, as much as I didn't like it, reviewed well and the fans seemed to like it, but now they're just mm-hmm. like, congratulations, Toys for Bob, you're not doing another Crash, get fucked. They're clearly not doing another Spyro. 
the Tony Hawk team got absorbed into Blizzard, so it's like, what is, yeah. what is Activision? What are they going to do? It, Fucking bring back Guitar Hero? <laughs> That's what I mean, yeah. Like, what Unless. other IP are they going to on Earth? going to bring back Skylanders? <laughs> that, is, that was Toys for Bob, so no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Skylanders in Warzone. Where's Prototype 3? to hang off the end of my gun. Where's Prototype 3? Good point. <laughs> I think they're probably going to keep doing what they're doing, I guess. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's just, do they it's need just new grim. IPs? I'm not even arsed about... I'm not even arsed about them developing new IPs as such. I just wish... See, when that Tony Hawk remaster came out and it was so good, I was like, here we fucking go. They're going to make another Tony Hawk and, like, do it again for a couple of them. And the Spyro remaster was really good. And I was like, okay, let me see you do a new Spyro, which they obviously did with Crash and it did well. Yeah. But it seems like what is... If their metric for success is... If it's not as big as Warzone, it's not worth us dealing with. Like, Get fucked. You can hear like, Beanox waking up, like trying to claw yeah. back the rights to make a Spider-Man game. Get kicked <laughs> into the mud. Yeah. Ted Price beheads them on the, on the steps of Insomniac. I think this might be an example of like a company that is a little bit too uh, trigger fingery on its tri- uh, trigger happy on its shareholders pressuring. Because if shit, if shit, if shareholders, <laughs> if shareholders like you know, don't, we want the next war zone every fucking time. They're just going to cancel any type of new risk and they're just going to go for the most yeah boring fucking money making year by year thing every single time which is it's gonna happen with a big company like activision but i i don't know i i'm i'm less convinced that blizzard will just vanish into nothing i think i think simply will I, I think world of warcraft in itself is too big of a cultural entity to be allowed to let go and even overwatch while jeff kaplan has left and overwatch 2 is a bit of a joke it still has a lot of the original founding team and it still has a big fucking fan base yeah if the blizzard name disappears and it just becomes activision with all the same people and everything i think people will be annoyed for about five seconds and then it will just it will just be one of those things like i'm trying to find a list of the studios that fucking uh, activision currently have okay they have Activision Shanghai, Beanox, Demonware, High Moon, Infinity Ward, Raven, Sledgehammer, Toys for Bob, and Treyarch. All but one of them contributed in some way to the most recent Call of Duty game. So yeah, a lot of a lot of those are Call of Duty companies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's a weird kind of they're a they're a weird company. There was always people within Activision whose job it was to find what was next after Call of Duty, and that was Destiny. But obviously, the fucking split with Bungie happened. So, do you think there's like that team must have just been like, well, you know what's next after Call of Duty, right? It's like Call of Duty, but like you start in a plane and like 150 people drop into an island. Like their their next two three years are probably fine with Warzone, and then they'll have to figure out what's next. But Mm-hmm. I don't know. You assume that companies like Activision perennially have like ten different like wetworks teams working on wee things here and there that might be the next thing, hmm. but it must be really hard to convince upper management to put like money behind something when you can just release like an anime skin pack for Warzone and make a good jillion yeah. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just so fucking drained of Call of Duty now because of how, just how disappointing the multiplayer for Cold War was. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just can't believe they fucked that up with following. Like, everyone might have fucked it up. There's been plenty of bad Call of Duty games, but the the fact that they fucked it up so shortly after nailing it, yeah. like just nailing it, and then just being like, wipe that. We're gonna do this instead, 
and it's just going to just play just so much more fucking clunkily. Uh, and that just, it just, it just, because I, I love Call of Duty so much, and that just like de- depresses me so much because I keep trying to try and go back to it, and it's always just a little disappointing. Yeah, did nothing um, for me. Um, Danny, sad do you want to give us an overview of what's happening with this court case? We'll probably talk more about it next week when it's mm. like. All I know about it is that Rebecca Valentine from IGN is going off on the TL with all the updates. So plug, plug, um, big up the rev. Um, so how much uh, do you know about it? Do you want like a brief little, brief little explanation? Uh, give, give us it as if we're standing at a bar and I'm waiting for my drink to be poured and I'm like edging away from you while you keep talking. <laughs> First of all, this is, this is this is the Apple versus Epic Games trial that is happening. Thank you, thank you for the uh, caption. All right, so the, the TLDR <laughs> is Fortnite was removed from Apple devices because Epic wasn't happy with Apple taking a 30% cut um, and then a bunch of PR stuff happened in the meantime, most notably the... Um, 1984 parody. Um, God, that was so crazy. Yeah, where uh, Epic basically <laughs> so weaponized its children fan base uh, with a reference that none of them would understand. Um, and then uh, another note. No, no, my God, another noticeable thing that um, happened a few weeks ago was Apple released a study uh, basically saying that the Epic Game Store isn't profitable. Uh, and Tim Sweeney said, "Yeah, because." I, I'm trying to get it off the ground. I'm investing in it, lols. Um, and and Sweeney can can do what he wants because he doesn't have any shareholders to appease. He can just piss money into the Epic Game Store as long as he believes that it's going to work. And Apple put out Activ- Activision wishes. <laughs> um, and Epic put out a, a counter comment to that, saying that they expect the store to make profit by 2024. So you know they've got a few years of of, of investing in us, it. us with overload. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll break even one day. The amount we're fucking spending on Pokemon cards every day is just the 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 books are just melting. Um, so yeah, the, the trial again yesterday. Um, they both had opening statements, and the most notable thing that came from that was Epic kind of focused on characterizing Apple's strategy as "quote unquote" anti-competitive, while Apple argued that the success of the App Store actually improved consumer choice. Um, take from that what you will. Um, but yeah, because before the App Store, I couldn't hold my phone up. And that had a can of beer on it, and then when I held it up, the beer can <laughs> emptied. So, I mean, that, is, that has improved my life immeasurably. Without the Apple Store, we would not have podcasts. Apple invented podcasts. Oh, yeah, famously. My favorite. I mean, without the Apple, if, if the Apple Store didn't happen, there'd be no mobile games and you'd be working the fucking Tesco. So, you better thank Steve Jobs every day. I'll have you know that Pocket Gamer was founded before the App Store. Um, Who? No idea. <laughs> my favorite thing was. Um, fans a lot of fans dialing into the public line and the court clerks not knowing how to mute them so there was like 200 <laughs> kids just in the uh in the public court just shouting free Fortnite and like plugging their youtube channels and shit oh uh, why didn't we do that that'd have made a banging video <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, oh it was great it was great um but one thing that did come from this uh was that some documents as part of the case unveiled that sony has reportedly been charging developers compensation to implement crossplay, which is something that other platforms don't do. How do you feel about that? Are you just going to defend them uh, to the end of the earth? I, I no, I, I, I don't think it's like a good thing or whatever. But I just don't think it's that like, I don't think it's as big a deal as it because people are like, oh well, pff, Sony's in the mud, and it's like, <laughs> no, like it's just. It's just, it, it just business. Like, it is a bad look. Just to, to paraphrase the kids, it's a bad look. But fucking who, like... Yeah. Like, I'd be better if they didn't do this and it kind of penalises small developers as opposed to big ones. 
and it's the kind of thing that might not happen forever mm. but i feel like this court case is going to unveil a lot of shady secrets about every company involved um so we'll see they've already yeah. fucking doxed like half the fucking ex sony management team because <laughs> they've shown emails <laughs> from like geo corsi and all these people mm. i think jim, jim ryan's twitter who, no not twitter <laughs> uh, jim ryan's tinder when i think i think this is going to be beneficial in the long run i just i think that epic are doing the right thing but like in the most chronically the, the bad way possible fucking daft eye is so like <laughs> i was like behind them and then when that 1984 stuff happened and then they sent the jackets to fucking influencers and stuff first of all i was like where's mine second off it was like this is just embarrassing like this um, is the most embarrassing in the world unless it's sent to me yeah if it's sent to me i'd absolutely defend them um i'd throw my I'd, I'd, I'd volley my iphone into the reservoir um, but, big devil was uh, part of energy um oh christ but yeah we'll have more on this next week when uh, I, just think I it's mean, quite stuff is breaking as we're doing yeah. this, as in an email between Phil Spencer and Tim Sweeney, the viewers he hasn't given up bringing xCloud to other consoles. Like, there's going to be stuff, this whole, Danny, fair fucks to you, this is going to be a busy week. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Going, we're doing, every five minutes. We're doing some real intensive Tim's- coverage, and I am just plugged in to this court case, just listening to, like, buzzy audio and drawls, waiting for something to come Oh, up. shit. A fucking, a, sh- a big Schreier's dropped. He's interested. You are? What? In, what in, Get off in, Twitter in while big, we're doing the pod. A big Jason Schreier has dropped. This is actually like interesting because of what we talked about Cyberpunk last week. Go on. Top, All right, top go on. director leaves embattled game developer CD Projekt Red following allegations of workplace bullying. An investigation found him not guilty, but he quit and apologised to staff for all the bad blood I have caused. So... Go and check that out on Bloomberg. That sounds... That's, I'm just fucking giving random speculation. Doesn't mean anything. But that sounds a lot like... We've investigated that he didn't do it technically, but you should leave yeah. uh, As in, like, to make this... Yes, you yes. should leave uh, to make avoid this. Like, Which is pure speculation like, on the behalf of... Pure speculation, us. but... But yeah. yeah bugger off and make it look like we had nothing City wrong. projects are in the mud um, as it is for many, many things at the minute, so... Yeah. We, we, did, we, I think we, we just, didn't go over it, but they're their bonus stuff this week has been grim as well it's, it's, it's a, next, next week's podcast is going to be uh the fucking news fm it's gonna be a, <laughs> i can i can tell it's gonna be a big one. um but yeah all right what's on the Fantastic. site harold uh on the site i just had my things mixed up a little bit there well we we're talking a little bit about uh in resident evil how there are elements with like big giant circle men that kind of seem to appear in random places in random ways uh, oh, it's a great link. It, thank you, thank you, thank you. Which is kind of what Luke Shaw wrote about in his feature about the horror of the impossible in games, about how games should be leaning into the fact that games can create these these impossible spaces and be a little more unnatural and a little more crazy to kind of unnerve instead of being hyper-realistic, uh, which I think is really interesting. Mm. And it's on the site right now. Looks, looks one it. of the good boys. Glad to get a look in the parish. Absolutely. Turn your phone right. Read read that message. Go. <laughs> read it loud. Read it. Um, I cannot uh, comment on this at this time. It's Tim Sweeney. He's giving me an update <laughs> on the uh, on the court case. I said, Tim, I'm doing. It's going. I'm doing the pod. You've just got. You got to text me. He sent. A, he sent a photo of his bare arse. And he's just like. <laughs> we'll be <laughs> <laughs> Right. I'll be putting my mobile device anyway. away. Sorry for the interruption. 
If you like the sound of Pokemon Snap, you can watch Jordan and Danny guide through that fucking haunted Pirates of the Caribbean ride, taking photos of random Pokemon themselves. That's a right view we'll, as well. We will also have a quick play, potentially. I'm not sure when we're gonna, when we're going to have that up of uh, Resident Evil, where we're just going to basically show some some gameplay, uh, different, some different highlights, and talk yeah, over it. We should, in the interest of being open and. Um, the embargo what we traditionally do with a, a quick play is just pick like a, a solid bit from a playthrough and just talk over it live as we play it but due to the the embargo restrictions that would actually be against their embargo until the like full game is out but they allow us to edit together 20 minutes of footage and talk over that so me and young harold will do that hopefully yes yes, yes. hopefully we're, we're games journalists you'll be able to fucking listen to this read the review watch the quick play Get oh, the, the Triforce, the Trifecta, and can you tell be... me off? Can you tell me and Harry have stopped working? Because we're fucking back. We're ready to go. <laughs> yeah! Content. Yeah! You're actually submitting copy, and I'm just I know trapped. Am I fuck? Um, <laughs> Harry wouldn't submit and... copy if he was fucking locked in a room for a year with one computer. <laughs> like, As I am locked, been locked in a year with one computer. <laughs> fucking go and sell like I've been doing. Uh, sorry, what? <laughs> Go and sell a jacket. Would you like some Patreon questions? Get them out. Get them um, out. Patreon questions, absolutely. And also be doing a little bit of that Patreon hangout just for the patrons talking about oh, yeah. the future of the site and a little roadmap and just hanging out and answering questions. Yes. So if you're on the patrons, you can go and get a hold of that this week. Apologies uh, for the delay. Games keep coming and they don't stop coming. So it's hard for us to sync up at the moment, but we'll get that done this week for you. Uh, we have a question from Ginger Joe who answered a question about how the new Snap compared to the old one. The new Pokemon Snap, that is. Uh, and he congratulates Jordan for the accolade quote getting sent center place on a, PS- a big PlayStation uh, ad. It's right in the middle. Jordan's fucking AAA. Oh, it's the best game in the world. No, nothing, no game better than this one. He's making ape he's, noises. He's I'm, ruining his flexing? moment, but that was super cool. And we're proud of you. You horrible man. Thank you. I fucking deserve it. It's about time. Um, <laughs> humble as ever. <laughs> there is no room uh, for being humble in this game. Do you know who? Do you know who's humble in this game? You don't, because they were fucking forgotten down the fucking back of the couch of time. Um, how does the new snap compare to the old one? Um, don't know, mate. Well, let me let me tell you. Um, I don't. I, it obviously looks a lot better, and it's from what I've se- what I've seen of um, is, is the old one was on the N sixty four, and this one's on the Switch. Um, uh, <laughs> The old one was developed but, by uh, HAL Laboratory and this one was developed by Bandai Namco. Yeah. It was. Hell yeah, yeah. Bandai Namco. Um, also, also just has reviewed better. Bandai um, Namco. Um, sold better, as probably expected. Yeah. It's, it's From what I can tell, there is more of the kind of intricate um, ways to get Pokemon to appear, whereas in the original, mm-hmm. I have watched quite a few videos in the original, it would just be like, here's a big egg in the middle of the track, throw something on it and Moltres comes out. Whereas stuff like that now is like multi-part and you have to be a certain level on the track. So mm. um, it, is, it, is, it is similar mechanically, but a bit more complex, which actually I like because the best part of Pokemon Legendaries is like the mystery around them. So actually that having a game capture that a wee bit with not just the Legendaries, but with normal Pokemon is very cool. Uh, one of my my only, one of my only Pokemon memories is I think it might be Pokemon Black um, when I accidentally stumbled across a Legendary Pokemon like fucking i don't know, like maybe 20 minutes into the game somehow oh really so it was just like <laughs> yeah i don't i don't remember you remember that game it was, it was like there was, there was i'm not i'm not even sure the legendary but it was just an incredibly powerful pokemon that was like on like an 
an island that you had to get a, a ticket on a ship to go across. And I was just enjoying exploring oh, around. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was on like a little, like, a, 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 almost like a, a little separate island. Yeah. And you go in and it just battered the living fuck out of me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Is this what Pokemon is? And I think I've, been, I've just been tainted ever since. I think I just left. I was like, oh my God, Pokemon's like Resident Evil Pokemon to me. It's like harder? Maybe easy. Uh, oh, I fucked it. Bad joke. Carry on. Fuck it. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you. That's some Ginger Doton. We have a question from Adam Limonati Ross, who's saying, "What is redacted?" Resident, Resident Evil. Evil Village. There we go. Uh, there's another question, <laughs> which is, if you could add dual sense functionality to any game, what game would it be, and how would it be realized? I mean, if it was. I think Aaron Bain probably wants it to Stop. wank him off somehow. It's taken a while. It took all the way to the questions. Uh, we were so good of not mentioning. Uh, congrats to the young Bain who's started a um, a placement at my old uh, digs. So good luck, Jesus. son. Um, any game with sense functionality, I want to be able to feel people's neck snap under the weight of my fingers in Hitman. I wish they would have done that. That's true. That's true. See, the, like, on, the, like, on the Hitman you know, VR for the PlayStation, you hold the controller and shake it to strangle people. Wow. <laughs> like, it looks amazing. Um, oh, yeah. That's fucking great. You just, you, you just, like, grab people by the head and yeah, just fucking just shake them. throw them about. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know what my answer to that is, really. I think, like, I'm trying to think of, like, What's the most horrible? I, I gave an answer. It's it's a horrible Iron Bane answer. I, I don't need to give any more than that. No questions at this time. Dan. Danny. I don't. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I, for, first of all, I've not experienced dual sense functionality, so I don't really have a scope of what I yeah. want that yeah, to be PS5, like. Mate. Get PS5. Yeah. Should get poor. PS5. Stop being poor. Um, what was that, Jordan? Stop being poor. Um, we'll it, it, being poor at getting a PS5 in your basket and executing the the parts. Mm, he's got you there. He's got you there. <laughs> I've absolutely fucking done you. Have partridge. It's not. It's not about being poor. It's about just having courage. Um, just grow courage. up. Just grow up. No. Just hit purchase. It's easy. We will come back to this when they two doubles have actually played a modern video game. <laughs> we will. We'll circle back. Uh, Homolodic asks: Aside from Twenty Minutes of Sekiro, I've never played a From Software game. I found Sekiro lacking in narrative, very linear, and exceptionally hard. From what I've seen, the other From Software games are quite similar. What, in your opinion, is the appeal of them? What am I missing that others are clicking with? I think people enjoy, like, the ch- the kind of the challenge of just going from big thing to big thing. Like, there, there's the accomplishment of completing a game. You get that like twenty times in a in a from game, and I think that's what people really like. It's that kind of micro um, loop of mm-hmm. oh my god, that thing's impossible. Oh, I'm chipping away some damage. Oh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think that's and I've the thing. been it. I'm the greatest person in the world. Yeah. I actually, uh, I, I kind of cheated and I read this question uh, earlier on in the day and I've been thinking about it, um, pondering on it a little bit. And I never really seen, uh, seen the appeal of the Dark Souls game because I just wasn't really interested in the world it's in. And you spend, spend so much time being in the world and being attacked by the world mm-hmm. that if you're not a fan of it, then I feel like it would just be exhausting for me. But I'm a huge Bloodborne fan. I love Bloodborne. Um, and I think the appeal, from what I did that, the appeal of it is a, a lot of games they have uh, they they have a there's an, there's an even balanced experience. You kind of carried along a little bit on not like a a, a, a railway Pokemon Snap fucking let's just go wrong and, and we'll we'll hand hold, hold your hand. There's challenges, but you're not absolutely fucking destroyed. But I think the adva- the, the fun of of from software games is like 
you are just a warrior in a very, 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 very dangerous place where everything just could, if one wrong move and you're fucked. Um, and I think just that being being on edge has a kind of horror aspect to it. I think they build very beautiful worlds. I think are just incredible to just wander around in. I think, um, and the fact that any any corner someone could just hop out or you just always like kind of keeps you kind of skittish and walking around. And what Jordan was saying about the boss battles being a incredible bosses. Fuck, yeah. some of the monster design in From Software games are just absolutely incredible. Um, and also just yeah, that feeling of of accomplishment and chipping away at a challenge. Danny, you're not into the the Soulsies, are you? No, I was I was just listening to yous. I had you know the same question as Ham. I've I, I've not played. Did I an hour of Dark Souls? Didn't like it. Logged off. Mm. I'd I, honestly I'd recommend anyone that that's, that was like me and might appeal to try Bloodborne because Bloodborne's just fucking yeah such an entrancing game that exists. Just that there's never been a game like it with that kind of that, that has. I, there's never been a game like it. Does it, look I great. I just love I'll, the, I'll give it that. The gothic style. I love all the monsters. Have you heard of Pokemon look. Snap? <laughs> monsters? Yes. Inconsistent frame rate? Yes. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Interchangeable. Cape, cape physics. Um, oh, where is it? No, no cape mm, physics as far as I can is, tell. Is there any Pokemon of capes? Um, like some have probably There is capes. ape physics because Slack, Slack Off is like an ape sloth kind of Pokemon. Never mind. Um, yeah. I Weirdly... I have like a weird inconsistent uh, kind of run with From games. I love Demon Souls. Don't really like Dark Souls one and two. I really like Dark Souls three, and I really like Bloodborne, oh. and I don't really like Sekiro. Like it's it's weird which ones take me and which just. I've been Denny. very tempted to keep try, to try Sekiro or Dark Souls three. Those are the two other From Software games that I've been tempted by. Yeah. Um, or Demon Souls on the PS five, I guess. Oh, Demon Souls. Oh, Demon Souls on the PS five. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a game. That's a game. That is a game. That's a fucking G-A-M-E game. That's a fucking Jordan Games Midler right there. Fantastic. Elderly Goose has asked, why do you think the discourse for video games never progresses? It feels like the BS around easy mode and such rolls around yearly now. Yearly? Yearly? Fucking daily? Um, (laughs) Because because cynically starting these discussions gets a lot of engagement because we daubers will always disagree with you the folk that have all came to the same conclusion about five years ago aren't the ones that are keeping this going it's the fucking content farms that are desperate to fucking have something to talk about I'm i also think angry uh, I'm, 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 uh, fans of the show will remember the hail that always happens when we start podcasting the angrier i get about how- something it starts hailing how i've never hail happens like once maybe every couple months fucking in this in this place of existence where i live a few miles from where you live fucking and yet where you live it seems to be just an hourly appearance i d- it's, it's a tropical paradise it is it really is and we love you for it jordan thank, thank you. you it's just thank stopped you. chilled out um, but yeah, okay. do, yeah, do you I'll, just agree that the, the like we all have the same opinion on stuff like the fucking like accessibility in easy mode? But the folk that stir that shit know that we guys with football avatars will be like, if you don't play games in the hardest difficulty, you can fucking pump your maw. Discourse. When you say discourse in video games, we we talk. You're, you're talking in generally about Twitter. Yes, the, um, the health and Twitter and awful right wing alt YouTube videos. Yeah. generally are the two circles and i think with twitter is someone uh logs on they see something being like someone maybe making a light point being like oh like 
I like this game, but I wish I had this. I think that's kind of fucked up. And someone goes like, no, I think it's this. And then someone goes, no, I think that's this. And everyone sees something. They latch onto something on this endless fucking stream. And they go, I should give my thoughts on that. Because everyone else is giving their thoughts on it. And then everyone else is giving their thoughts on it. So I need to give my thought on it. And it's this kind of snowball of I need to have my tweet into the atmosphere. And once they've done that, it combines the endless Twitter mob thing of like, I can't admit to losing. I don't want to actually learn anything from this. I simply want to uh, uh, quote unquote win somehow, whatever that means. Mm. No one ever really learns anything or comes away with criticism unless you try really, really aggressively hard to be calm and be like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's be healthy about this. But to, to do that on Twitter, I've tried it. I do, I do it is almost like a is a a qualification i think it's so it's it's so bad because like the thing is getting your hot take off is a lot of the way that people get fucking discovered on twitter and that is necessary especially in the circles we run in that is like necessary to gain a following and it's just so 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 tiresome and it only like i have never had an interaction like that on twitter that has made me feel better about anything Mm -hmm. it's always just it always ends when i'm so frustrated i just go into our discord and have a big rant that makes me feel better because i can just shout it at you two and you two either don't respond or go aye that's shite and then i can get on with my day (laughs) but like the they just and i don't know about you two but it's i have such a chronic need to fucking put my two pence in like i'm getting better these mm-hmm. days about not doing it no like, yeah yeah i understand I real bad for that. I, it's it's like a primal bird yeah. just like well can you see something that you think is that you, you oftentimes with these very like controversial topics that, that, that always is the the spicier ones you go like oh i've got i did that's so stupid or like oh like it's not you're you're think you're, you're talking about that the wrong way and people are arguing in, in such a, a flawed and weird yeah. way that they, you know it's going to go around the wrong alley and you want to be like no no i think what they're trying to say is this even if you're trying to help it will just always end in yeah and it's people that should fucking know better stoking it like the, the people need to learn that they don't have to have the last word on everything they don't have to have the last mm-hmm. 10 tweet thread on everything that happens you can't just go and live your fucking life like jesus Christ. i was gonna say it's just it's such a repetitive circle jerk at this point of like it's just like people speaking to their audiences that all have the same take and they kind of feel the need to keep rehashing that and interestingly we um we covered a survey last week um about uh like socially responsible games and there was nine percent of people didn't uh, like responded negatively to um, developers and studios that make socially responsible games and you know care about that kind of thing. And nine percent is such a small percentage, and so many people well, act like they're the loudest voices, uh, you know, in in the space, and they're not at all. They're just the loudest voice, mm-hmm. and it's a very. But small those are the percentage. ones that people get the most. Those are the ones people get the most angry about. So therefore, those are the ones that algorithms and social media can boost yeah, primarily. Like if you. Uh, you just you could just ignore it you could just ignore it. if you know someone is talking shite and it's like a twitter account with 27 followers why do you need to take that and put it into your fan base and go oh, look at this clown it's like it's just a clown it's like, if you don't get fucking emails to reply to like come on we've all got fucking jobs here at least if it was a fucking no lifer that does nothing then fine but some of the people you see spending their entire days on twitter.com just talking shite it's like fucking hell yeah these people might have jobs but um yeah that that what Danny was saying about those kind of smaller accounts and leading to this 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 feeling of like oh people have been saying this 
people think this. It's like, no, this one person thinks yeah. this. And it's just been, it's been turned into this massive discussion where I don't think anyone actually thinks this, but everyone's just being, everyone's just been like, like, well, just picking apart each other's pe- things that people are picking apart. And it's just awful. It's just not worth and it. And hey, we, we just spent like 10 minutes getting into the discourse about the discourse. So we're just as bad, really. But this is, a, like, we're talking, <laughs> we're three people talking about it. And like, it's yeah. just a much better way of, of, of talking about it other than fucking what happens social media which is simply not built for it there are multiple books written about how broken the the system social media is and how it's built to make you angry and and feel bad which is why we're Um, proud to announce that we are all leaving twitter (laughs) effective never Uh, shall we get the last let's get in you should only follow overload uk with the best Twitter account uh last question is from theo and they say i've seen a lot of people say that returnal can be a pain that rng can really determine how well your run goes what's your experience been like i'd also like to just use this a little bit update on returnal we haven't really talked about much on the pod uh from jordan to be like last week we talked about it before it was even like uh reviews were even officially announced god i know that 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 this was in a time pre-returnal discourse oh (laughs) i know podcast feels like it was fucking pre-lockdown it was so nice um i know yeah the the RNG in Returnal is something that a lot of people have brought up, and the fact that it has no save states, which is something they're looking at. Harry Kruger was on um, mm-hmm. IGN, who's the director of the game, saying that he understands like where people are coming from, and that is something the game should implement, and I don't think it would take away from the game at all. Um, it would just be like a nice thing to do. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm still I'm still plugging away at it. Obviously, I've not had much time with Pokemon and uh, Resident Evil, but I would like to... I kind of want to platinum it because I like platinum games that I like that much, but the collectibles are RNG in themselves. So, mm-hmm. so oh, yeah, that's certain okay. runs you go on won't spawn the room that has the collectible you need to get, so that's like a pain in the arse. Um, but I never found the RNG to be that bad. Like, I always felt like there was a way I could get out of it. Like, the parasites that spawn, even if you get a shiter, there are parasite detachment like things everywhere. And I don't know, and I, I, I don't. Th- I like it it's been much worse than other roguelikes um also sometimes you just get uh, yeah like, there are, look i feel like every roguelike i've had there's just been kind of bad luck sometimes like but i feel like with returnal because it's such a punishing game yeah, it might feel thing. a bit worse like the game's purposely kind of fucking you over i feel like, like when people play return like one thing that the game isn't very good at communicating you need to be willing to just press options press restart and go again like it's um yeah. It, it's we go again the game Sh- but yeah, shake it off shake it off a lot of interesting returnal chat going on actually if you're interested in more returnal chat and you want like a longer form discussion about its difficulty and stuff like that um kind of funny did a really good podcast of uh, ps i love you with um steven from uh is it kind of pl- no it's not kind of let me let me fact check on the pod but yeah basically about accessibility and how the game Steven Spawn? Is, I think it's Steven Spawn. I'm, I'm literally... I want to make sure this is correct. Um, how the game can kind of... Could improve that without impacting the experience. Um, there was also a good thing about how Control added a god mode recently. Where essentially you can completely change the, the amount of damage your gun does. And the amount of life you have. Like, wh- what do you guys... Have you guys ever dabbled with stuff where it's like... Full assess modes, just like like that God mode in Hades, like yeah, that's how I play most games. Because <laughs> I I just want a a chill experience ninety percent of the time, 
um, where I want to experience the game or the narrative as easy as possible. And if I want something challenging or competitive, I will play a competitive game like a battle royale or an online multiplayer game. Yeah. Um, but my single player experience. Steve Saylor. Steve Saylor. Oh, just cool, for the cool. previous. Yeah. Steve Saylor. He was on oh, okay. PS I Love You episode 68. Um, so go and check that. We're, we're only on 11. But speaking of um, games, oh, yeah. do you know the hardest game that there will be no accessibility options for and no save states? <laughs> go on, Jordan. What is this? It's the, name of, it's the name of the game. This game, known far and wide for how difficult it is involves me reading clues pertaining to the name of a game. After each clue, Danny and Harry get one guess. If they mess up their guess, they can't guess again until the next clue is read. Are you ready? Let's go. Can I have a segment in the middle where I talk about what game character I can better? No! (laughs) This game was released on the 27th of November 2018. Oh, another 2018? Fucking hell, we're laughing. rare vintage. November. Oh my god, that was literally when I bought my PS4. Basically. Um, stop. Here Is it go. Red Dead Redemption 2? <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. No way. He wouldn't do something that obvious. No, that would it would. Crazy. Yeah. I just remembered that period. Um, the thing is, I'm so fucking bad with years, mm. man. Um, I, I feel like we did fucking 2018 like a hundred times, and every time I'm like, oh, 2018. But I feel like I said this for every year because I'm shite. Uh, let me think. November 2018. What were the what were the the big November games for 2018? It wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? No, that was 2019. That was fuck my life. Um, Do you know what would be fun? You two should come up with like three of these for me for the hangout, and I'll I'll <laughs> put my my fucking bonds to the test. That's that'll that'll be fun actually. I would, I would quite like to test you. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really know. So I'm I, I'm eager to get another clue. So I'm gonna guess. I, Stop. Uh, Modern Warfare was was that was there a cod that year? I don't even remember. Incorrect. This game was developed by Gunfire Games. Gunfire. Hello. Is will there be a developer I ever know? Um, <laughs> when this comes out, because fuck. Well, that, I feel that rules out a lot of stuff because yeah, November is like usually big blockbuster games. But would you have gone for a big blockbuster game, you devilish bastard? Oh, then again, I've, I've been tricked again. You know, you've tricked <laughs> us before, like last week with the fucking developer. Maybe it's maybe it's fucking Mario Odyssey. You know, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, Danny, any ideas? What are you thinking? Let's work together on this. Um, all right, yeah, let's um, let's cooperate. Um, think I, I I remember guessing a couple of games last time we had a twenty eighteen game, so I might try and redo those guesses. Um, but if you if you did go for the one of the guesses before, that'd be quite cheeky. Stop. Yes. Was it Darksiders three? What? The, I've never heard of that game. That's the name Shut of the up. game. What? Congratulations! Shut up. What? Shut what up. a shit! Jesus Christ! We found the the, the, the thing Danny's best See, I knew at. It was Metal the person that does, doesn't play fucking games is Darksiders three. I'm learning 3. your fucking what the fuck? stupid little method because I know that. That it was like published by THQ, but I don't know who yeah. made it. So I was like, "It's probably a studio I've never fucking heard of." And it was. Big gunfire I'm games. Too smart for you, Jordan. My big the brain. The PlayStation Four version got a sixty-four on Metacritic. It's an action role-playing game, <laughs> and the review on IGN: a straightforward simplicity of 
uh, of blank is a refreshing change of pace after exploring so many dense open worlds. The simplicity does not refer to the combat of the bosses, which are complex and unforgiving. Dark side. Has anyone played this game? What the fuck is this game? I've never heard of this game in my I've life. I've played every game and I've not played Dark Side of Three, mi- so. I'll do you mind picking a game that pe- I, I'd fucking have heard of? Jesus What's Christ. The I meant to guess the game. To be fair, you should. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be in this industry, you need to have heard of Dark Side of Three. Exactly. <laughs> that's what. That's on the fucking door. <laughs> I'm, I'm angry again. I'm angry at that one. Good. Take us home. <laughs> Fuck your home. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking barrow with hail, you little <laughs> bastard. Um. Anyway, that's been mudded once more. Fucking Dark Side is three. I'm taking you <laughs> off the air. <laughs> I'm so, I I would love that like episode fifty, uh like Danny's like thir- like thirty five points ahead of something, you reveal that you've been giving her the name of the game every single time just to fuck with me for this entire time. I'd heavily enjoy that. I was like, hmm, is it um Picross three D for the French? I'm like, fucking clue one for the French or for the French. I said for the French. I don't know why. I just, I just specific. I thought oh, yeah. it specifically oh, for yeah. the specifically the, the, for the French. The Magnavox French. It was uh, it was only released in uh, Venezuela in the nineteen fifties. Like it's a, it's a title. See, it's interesting because I didn't oh, but... like Darksiders um, because it was a bit. Who fucking played it? What do you mean? It was a bit. It was a bit soulsy, and I was like, eh. you haven't played God of War, and you play, you're saying you played Darksiders three? Are you fucking kidding me? This is the joke. You're right, mate. Have, this is a joke. Take. Finish the podcast and then fucking clean this all up for your own <laughs> This is outrageous. That game doesn't exist. Okay, okay, okay. Deep breaths, deep breaths, happy thoughts. Uh, make sure to listen to all, listen, uh, listen and read and watch all of the content you mentioned about, uh, especially all the stuff on Resident Evil Village and Pokemon Snap, the hit games of this week. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe for the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts and they're hopefully not being shut down by Epic Games, then give us a, a five-star rating. And go, go follow us at Overload UK. I've been Harry Mitchell. You can follow me at Harry is late. I have been and remain Jordan Medler. You can follow me at Jordan Medler, M-I-D-D-L-E-R. And sadly, I am still Danielle Partis. And you can follow me on Twitter.com at Danielle Partis. I've been stalling because uh, I've been logged out of Patreon again and I cannot see the patrons. But <laughs> but if someone else could maybe try and log in and oh, look at it. for Christ's sake. Hold up my, my login. Because um, we, we do have something to talk about, to be fair. We do have an important Patreon change that we have to address. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. God, we have How so many that? patrons. Um, but one of, before we go up, one of these is missing one of the names <laughs> is missing the name has been scratched is, from the whole thing from which Absolute is my mother patreon matricide right here my mother has been has has uh, has been has declined the patron from this month my Honestly, birth I giver <laughs> she's a bit like listen the content's been dried up lads fucking yeah. do bear you've graduated you've, where the fuck's hat boys you've finished uni and he's, she's like you've got to make your own way in the world son I'm not going to give you two pounds a month on Patreon. I've been, I've been cut off completely by the family. <laughs> and this is step one. I thought I might, honestly, it might just be a card decline. It wasn't cancelled, it was a decline. So maybe my mom's just gone broke and I, I've taken the last scrap of, fu- of funds. The whole pension's been just sucked dry. <laughs> Absolutely furious. Um, you'll be hearing about this. You'll be hearing from my lawyers later, mum. We love them. We love anyway, you, Anyway, 
Uh, this is actually in the, I'll read it from this one because it's in alphabetical order, but mainly because the first one is uh, Aaron Bain, who is a legend. 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 Becky Hamilton. Legend. Legend. Elderly Goose. Legend. Legend. Ginger Jordan. Legend. Legend. Greg. Legend. Legend. Hannah Hislop. Legend. Legend. Hughes. Legend. Legend. Sean McCloskey. Look, Le- in the middle. Legend. In the middle. Oh, a metal legend. Read his name again at the end, and I won't be able to finish. And we've also got, of course, our top patron, Alex Winton. A legend. A legend. Amy, who is still my sister, who is still a, p- a patron, thank God. Yeah. Still a legend. Legend. Uh, Draz Yankovic. Legend. Legend. Adam Libinati Roche. Legend. Legend. Michael Sanderson. Legend. Legend. Homolodic. Legend. Legend. Nerdwood. Legend. Legend. And. I think that's everything. Just go mad. Man struggles to read list of Just names. Just read them all out. Just read every Patreon out. We'll be here to, till next Thursday. No, because okay. then you'd have to read out Danny's name, and I don't. And I'm not interested in that. So I probably missed a couple of names there. I apologize. I'll have the, the actual list next week once I've not been fucking kicked out of our Patreon page because Jordan's security is just. Oh yeah, blame it on Jordan. Blame it on John. Your Jordan's incompetency. Fault. Jordan's fault. Jordan's fault. Fucking dark side Go back to bed. Raging. Oh, it's the fucking first of the month. I've no cashed out our Patreon money yet. Right, here we go, lads. <laughs> lads, Let's the, go. the fucking Greg's. pubs are open. The pubs are open. Yeah. Right, end this fucking podcast and we'll get Right, get up. lost, everyone. <laughs> fucking, fucking. Go get a Jill Sense and get wanked off by Lady Demacris, whatever the fuck her name is. Lady Demacris? <laughs> <laughs> you want the best mattresses in town, you come down to Lady Demacris. <laughs> Stop it. Fucking hell. <laughs> the fucking oh the power is dried up. It's the the well is the well is dry.